Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. Hello folks and welcome to yet another episode from the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. There are a host of uh, episodes at saleschatshow.com or from wherever you get your podcasts, so make sure you listen into some more of those. In this episode, we're going to look at what should you do when the market goes flat. So most people who've been in sales for a while have experienced some Form of slowdown in their market, be that a economic downturn such as a, a, a recession or, or less less significant than a recession, but but a toughening or a hardening of the market, or when certain markets that maybe for some time have been very good and buoyant start to become tougher and harder. So, what should we do when we face those almost inevitable challenges that that will come up if you've been in sales for long enough? And Mr. Jesson. Um, over to you. You're going to kick us off on this one. Yes, just on the, um, uh, the, the, the situation that we're talking about, I think the current Brexit brackets in the UK um, issue is very much in this area. Uh, there are people in decision-making processes who have effectively pressed the pause button. And they are saying to salespeople across the land, well, what you are talking about is interesting, but we're not really in a position to do a lot at the moment uh, because we really need to do, wait until we're on the other side of this uh, major event. So I think that's really a, a situation that many of our listeners will relate to yeah. straight away. So if, if there is uncertainty, a significant percentage of human beings will do nothing. It's yes. kind of like what appears to happen. So yes. It maybe takes quite a brave, decisive person to well, take action in our, the face uh, of uncertainty. Our resident expert in the form of Mr Jones has previously talked um, about the survival instincts, the need for... Uh, people to preserve their security and all of that good stuff. And, of course, people feel very safe sometimes by not going ahead uh, until such time as somebody sends a big flare up saying it's now safe to go ahead. So yeah. I think it will, it will affect them in that way as well. So what should our listeners do if they face this situation or, or what should they be doing to prepare themselves? Well, that's a very good question. I'm happy to kick us off with the first suggestion. Fire and, away. Um, I, I would say that although it's tempting for salespeople to disengage and only reappear when the situation has changed, this is not a time to do that. Um, this is a time to stay in contact, even though there may not be the prospect of a quick win, but it's to stay in contact and build those relationships in a genuine way based on trust and integrity. It's not an occasion to clear off only to reappear when there's a sniff of business. That would not be a clever thing to do. So maintain a similar level of customer contact through the lean periods as you would through the Yeah, more I think it's periods. about being there for customers when it matters. But what I'm talking about is being there for customers when it doesn't yet 
matter, but it's maintaining that contact um, and genuinely showing that you are interested in the relationship. You're not just there when there's a hint of an order. Okay. That, that's really important, actually, because when um, markets go flat, a lot of salespeople go, well, there's no point in going out there because nobody's buying anything. Yeah? Yeah. So they give up. Uh, the person who carries on going out there is showing that they're interested in the people they're going to see. So they're, they're not showing they want to sell anything, they're just showing they're interested in. And we are much more likely to buy from those salespeople who show they're interested in us uh, as a buyer. We are much more interested in our personal psychology than many buyers would like to admit. So when somebody is showing you that they're interested in you, you're much more likely to buy from them. So those salespeople who give up actually are going to be losing lots of sales because the people who keep going, even when there is no potential for a sale, are the people who are showing that they like the person and that person will automatically like you as a salesperson. So when the situation changes and they are going to buy, they're almost certainly going to buy from you rather than anybody else. And I think there's a type of salesperson that is going to do well in this, that they will be buying from. I think it's the, if I'm correct, I think it's Warren Buffett's quote around markets was, you only know who's swimming naked when the tide goes out. As a sales leader, you probably only know who are the really weak members of your sales team when the market is tough. Because if it's a buoyant market, business is quite good. Yeah. You can probably get away with being an average salesperson. But when the market goes tough, then you're gonna that's gonna separate your very best people from your not so strong people. So and I'm not meaning this to sound like some sort of shallow motivational rah-rah, but guess what? The best salespeople are gonna be the best salespeople no matter what the market is doing. If the market is depressed, they're still gonna be top of the leaderboard, probably just because they are selling better. They're more professional. They're doing a better job of understanding the customer's needs. What are the customer's problems? The impact of those problems? What the customer is looking for? And showing the customer what return they'll get for taking an action is going to work no matter what the market situation. Of course, to varying degrees. If there's less money around, there's less money around. But those kind of good salespeople, the best will always be the best because they're doing the job properly. But so. That's why we've seen uh, in the retail sector a lot of retailers close down, a lot of shops close down. They're all blaming the internet. Actually, it's nothing to do with the internet. It's to do with them as retailers that they weren't. So selling in the high street is easy when there's no other competition yes. because everybody walks down the high street and whatever you're selling, there's going to be people around. Once those people disappear from the high street because they're going online, you can actually still continue to sell to those people if what you're doing was right in the first place. And actually most retailers for hundreds of years have been able to sell by luck rather than by any real selling. And so actually most of the good retailers are staying are competing very well against the internet um, and they're not having as many problems and, and people are going, well, why are you doing so well? You're just a retailer. I thought the whole retail sector was in chaos. The whole retail sector isn't in chaos. It's the bad retailers are in chaos. I mean, it's mm. tough times, don't get me wrong. Yeah, we're, yeah. Not, we're not saying it's not tough yeah. times for, for, standard, yeah. for standard retailers, but the good ones are doing better yeah. than the poor ones who weren't adding any value to the no. sales process anyway. They weren't adding any value when you walked into the store as a customer. Yep. Very transactional, very disinterested. 
you know, very poor. They were just poor salespeople. I'm yeah. sorry, you know, it sounds, sounds a bit tough. I'm sure we'll get some hate mail as a, res- as a result of this. <laughs> but, you know, just sorry, folks just weren't doing a great yeah. job. So, you know, that, that, that's, what, that's, that's the fact of the matter. I think another thing that uh, we can do to uh, stimulate a flat market is to offer incentives. I don't mean discounts necessarily, but by adding a product here and there, for example, if you are a salesperson selling uh, chairs and dining room tables, then maybe you might consider adding the coffee table. Or if you're selling IT equipment, you might consider adding the printer or whatever. But to create an incentive, but for a short period of time, maybe three to six months, to try and get the market moving again. I mean, in a buoyant market, sometimes, you know, you've got competitor A, competitor B, competitor C. Sometimes in a flat market, your main competitor is, let's not do anything. Let's do nothing. So you've got to overcome that inertia, as I think links to Phil's thing. And also, in an episode we've recorded, our 100th episode on the decision-making, um, you mentioned compelling evidence in sales proposals. Well, you need to have even more compelling evidence of why the customer yeah. should take action if the market is a bit is a bit flat and tired. So you've got to you've got to revisit. And again, you know, what's our experience, gentlemen, of working with some of our clients sometimes? Not always there in the sales proposals, you know? So again, you've got to raise your game and make sure that there's powerful, compelling evidence and reasons why customers should take action, no matter what the market is doing. The other thing that's important is that you don't know how long the market's going to stay flat. You don't know how long a recession is going to last. If you're in a recession, you don't know how long the marketplace is going to change for whatever reason. So what you've got to do whilst it's flat and whilst it's changing is prepare for when that change happens to be more positive for you. Because at some point then, there's going to be lots of potential sales. So how organised are you to deal with those extra sales when they inevitably will come? So often what businesses do is go, well, the market's flat. We'll get rid of load of salespeople. Actually, that's the worst thing as a sales director you can do because come the time when the market changes, you now haven't got experienced people who can, who can then tap into the benefit of the expanding market and you lose out to your competitors. Which I think links back to Phil's point earlier about maintaining your touch points yeah. with those mm. customers to, to, to be ready. And maybe if sales leaders listening in is have a think about scenario planning. What will we do in, in scenario A, a buoyant market, scenario B, you know, mid, mid, mid market behavior. And what would we do if it goes really tough and just think for the future, future proof yourself, just how would you deal yeah. with those? Because invariably there's some cyclical process that takes place in, in most markets. So think about how you would maybe organize things to deal with those scenarios to, to exploit each one to the very best that you can we, we've talked on the uh, sales chat show so many times about really understanding your customers situation not just the needs but the customers world um, and if the market has gone flat remember their market has mm. gone flat we're not just talking about our market but this is the time to really re-engage with understanding how this flat market market is affecting the customer and what can we do to help them unlock this situation. It might be that we might be able to give them some leads. It might be that we might be able to have a workshop with them maybe and come up with some ideas on a flip chart that they will thank us for and then six months later go ahead with the proposition that uh, momentarily has stalled. But it's, again, a time to really get stuck into understanding the customer first. 
So I think in closing, closing thoughts, my mine would be, you know, be be the very best salesperson those customers are going to see. You know, be the most professional, which means you've got to work on your personal development and your continual professional mm-hmm. development. And we have an episode, more than one episode on that topic at saleschatshow.com. Stay on top of your CPD. Be the very best you can, then you're going to get the very best out of whatever the market conditions are. Any other closing thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, I would just say, even though the market's gone flat, you don't have to. In other words, you keep buoyant and keep going, and uh, when the market changes, you'll be in the better position. Mm. Provocative thought to close. Good salespeople. That sounds like their the own. title of Graham's next book, doesn't it? Oh, yes. Nice. That'd make a very nice title. <laughs> <laughs> and a, uh, a provocative thought to close. Uh, good salespeople create their own market. Yep. Uh, now, there's a, there's a thought to think about. So, thank you very much for listening in. Uh, folks out there in saleschatshow.com listener land, it's been Graham Jones, Phil Jessen, and I'm Simon Hazeldean from Sales Chat Show. An absolute library, 100 plus episodes now at saleschatshow.com or from wherever you prefer to get your podcast so thank you for listening folks and no matter what the market conditions good luck and good selling have been listening to an episode of the sales chat show to stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success please visit saleschatshow.com thank you very much for listening to this episode and from everyone here at the sales chat show we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling (laughs) 